And now, time for your Sports Center update. The Florida Panthers scored four goals in the third period to defeat the Boston Bruins 6-3 last night, tying the series at 1-1. Beantown, better pack a lunch. Hope you like your nuts blended. Draymond Green has been suspended one game for his actions in Game 2 against the Sacramento Kings. And finally, Romans, ancient Romans, used to drop a piece of toast in their wine for good health. That's the origin of Raise a Toast. Hello and welcome, you fan libertarians. It's Nathan here, flying solo. You know how I do when we go solo. Try to give you some sports centers, some man finalies, some music. Keep it to some tight segments. And today's first segment, more like Dre Mean Green, am I right? Getting himself suspended here, taking his antics just a little bit too far. I mean, you have Adam Silver in the heezy, and you're chatting it up with the fans. Can't have it. Shout out to David Sampson. Been listening to his podcast. Uh, He called it. He predicted it. He said Draymond Green will get suspended for how he interacted with the fans, and he was spot on. Draymond Green's been suspended for one game. Warriors find themselves down 2-0. To or 0-2 to the Sacramento Kings going back and they're going to have to win game three without Draymond Green and they'll you know eventually have to win one game on the road and they are a horrible road team so you have to wonder you know are Draymond's antics have they run their course I mean he's broken Jordan Poole he's not panned out how the Warriors would like him this season and you know here he is again going off and doing something that could well it definitely it just I'm not going to say it's going to cost the Warriors this series uh, because I hate how this whole thing has just brought up that whole tired take of Draymond Green with his antics cost the Warriors a ring how about LeBron James and Kyrie Irving had one of the best series ever out of a duo. And if Draymond Green's there, the Warriors still don't win. Destiny. It was destiny, folks. Draymond Green didn't cost the Warriors a title. Stop it with that tired take. Or how about the fact that LeBron James baited him into that nutsack tap or whatever that was, right? LeBron James, greatest of all time, goat, goaded Green into hitting him. And too many people are just, oh, Draymond Green cost him. No. Done, done with that take. Draymond Green didn't cost him a finals. They lost. You know, and it's not like the Warriors had a lot of tries at beating them. Two other tries with Draymond Green in there, I believe. Right? They didn't get it done. It's not Draymond's fault for getting suspended. Stop it. That was a historical moment. Would have happened with or without the Draymond Green suspension. All right? Stop putting all this credit here, huh? And... Draymond Green, Warriors. I hate to say it, but things things look shaky, folks. I'm this is the end. The Warriors as we know them, Green, Clay, Curry. This is the end of their run. It's gonna get ended by the Kings, folks. Hmm. Cause these Kings, they're just they're not your dad's kings they're not my kings back when 
I was watching, although when I was growing up, they were my Kings. I did root for them against the Lakers, but we're talking about the number one offensive rating for a team in NBA history, 119.4 highest of all time. Now, if you look into the facts of the surrounding that five teams from this season, make the top 10 teams of all time. And, Looking at the top 10, like no team from before 2020 even cracks that list, the 2021 season. So, I mean, it's a it's a little weighted because you got to ask yourself, all this offense, all these explosion points, does the NBA have an offense problem? Too many points being scored? Oh, it's another 50-point game. It's another three-pointer. Wow, another 125 to 122 game. What? No overtime? That was just regulation? Oh, it's it's 95 to 83 going into the fourth quarter? That's the start of the fourth quarter? Hmm. No longer impressed by these numbers. They happen all the time, and... What will it take now to impress your average NBA fan? Or, you know, no wonder we don't turn in during the regular season. I think it's time the NBA put defense back at the forefront. Give me some grinded out games. Let them grind it out. Give me what happened to the the 82-79 game, right? Just the game where one team is up by six and it feels like they're up by 12 the whole entire game. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. You remember that. Bring it back. Hmm? That's why all the players still want to coach for Popovich. They know he's capable of it. He's out here having one of his best coaching seasons, trying to set up his team to give Victor Wimbenyama, which, again, people need to calm down about. All right, he missed the three. So what? He put a putback dunk. Whatever. You know, make the three. But here's my prediction. In the next five years... Player's going to break that scoring record set by Wilt. Someone's dropping 100 in the next five years, folks, unless there's no rule changes. You can mark my words. Who's going to do it? I don't know. But that's the truth. Let's get to our next segment. Fart Bear? www.pablo.show. Fart Bear? www.pablo.show. It's the time I talk to you about my hamsters. I don't know how to psychoanalytically connect. Fart bear? www.pablo.show. CJ McComp. I don't know how to psychoanalytically connect. CJ McComp. It's the time I talk to you about my hamsters. www.pablo.show. Welcome to the Fan Levitard Podcast, the fastest-growing Dan Levitard Show fan YouTube channel, and this is your Sports Center update. Tua Tagovailoa, in a recent press conference, said he mulled over retiring, but he learned how to fall correctly. Both the Memphis Grizzlies and the Milwaukee Bucks nodded their series at 1-1 last night, and finally, ketchup was once sold as a medicine. In the 1830s, it was prescribed for indigestion. Why can I not say C.J. McCollum's name? Fart Bear? I don't know how to psychoanalytically connect. 
It's the time I talk to you about my hamsters. Bark Bear? Well, folks, the show's back, right? Had that week of Zoom. Had the, the soft launch of the new studio. And guess who popped in? Pablo, ladies and gentlemen. Pablo is officially here. Started a little bit later than we thought, but... You know, in typical show fashion, announce something. He announced something in his Substack, and we see him two weeks later. But we got him. Pablo is here, and he is cracking, making his jokes, being his typical Pablo. Gotta say, it's good to have him back. But it was it was also it was kind of a a soft launch for the old Pablo Torres, right? They played the. I want to say because I just talked so much Draymond Green I want to say Raymond or the Raymond I I can't I can't Ray Ray Romano there we go got it folks they played the Ray Romano interview which we know Paula was not around for recorded last week which was a good interview so not not a full show ease in Pablo in he wasn't in the local hour but one thing that I did like um which you needed to see it on the YouTube for it to play. It really wasn't good as a podcast um, audio medium. But the bit of Pablo showing up to the Clevelander instead, which, you know, I actually, he Pablo mentioned Greg Cody podcast, hit him up. I think he maybe said one other. Well, Pablo, I hit you up too on the Instagram, messaged you, asked if you wanted to jump into a Zoom for one minute and pretend that Billy Gill sent you the wrong link. Didn't end up happening because, you know what, we were supposed to have a guest who was going to give us an inside scoop on leaving the Clevelander, all this other stuff, the new studio, and we dropped the ball. Big time. Zoom updates all this, delayed our interview, we had to boot it and just scheduling conflict so hopefully we'll be able to reconnect with that guest get him back on that was unfortunate and disappointing but we we press on but pablo he's back the golden son dan's favorite back in studio making his jokes a little fart bear joke like that joke on his part getting in there during the uh age of sale thing so good start for pablo enjoyed having him back on the show and i look forward to having him on regularly i believe they're going to treat him the same way they've done amin which they i mean they really haven't officially announced this but it means he's a weekly regular now they're flying him in every single week which makes you wonder like i mean is amin gonna just eventually move to miami although you know He's that homeowner out in Arizona. He's got that equity, right? Does he want to cash out that equity for building up some equity in Miami, a town that's, who knows, could be underwater? So maybe flying is uh, worth it. I don't know. Or maybe he will move out to Miami at some point. But what's interesting here is Pablo, you know, mentioned to Mike Green about producing his show. And Means talked about he's got a new show. And it seems kind of like a TV show. They've got the new studio and all that. Um, So it's just got me curious, you know, all the content that's continuing to come down the pipe. I wonder what 
Pablo, his show would be, you know, we know we have a means uh, basketball show that he's going to do, which he teased is going to somehow be different than the whatever the five different ways. I think he said that you talk about that. So that's interesting. We now have Pablo's show um, about whatever it is he's going to do, but I know it'll be interesting. Just, I may have to get back to cranking up the speed to consume all of that, but probably going to have to end up cutting something out. Cause actually, to be honest, you guys, I've added some shows back in to the mix and I've been cranking that speed up to get through it. I've been listening back to some too many men podcasts. I catch a little soccer cool every once in a while. Again, um, DNF. I've been listening to that again. That was another one I cut out. Um, so we'll see. And then I added David Sampson's. I don't know how long I'll keep that going. Cause that's, that's a, that's a big commitment every single day. Um, but the nice thing, see, here's the trick folks. David Sampson's podcast is actually an easy ad because he's solo. If it's a solo one guy talking, you can crank that puppy up to 3.5 and that podcast just flies by. That's how I be. That's what I do. And you know this podcast is flying by because we going to hit up another segment next. Where do we go from? Where do we go from here? All right, folks. Welcome back to the Fan Lebitard show podcast the fastest growing dan levitard show fan youtube channel have you subscribed are you a part of our 420 plus subscribers we're fast way faster than the other uh podcasts you see out there greg cody show faster hour after hours faster we faster because i grind i'm a grinder all right you you write us a five-star review here i got i got a Recent five-star review for our show. Great podcast, writes Stephen L. Washington. You'll come because you're a Lebitard fan, but you'll stay because you'll become a fan of Nathan, Brian, and Ty. Notice how I get top billing there. You're probably mostly a fan of me because I'm the one who's mostly here, brah. That's right. I'm here trying my best, putting together something that you you can call this an episode. You can call this Whatever you want, talking into a mic for way too long. Let's get to this last thing. Hey, new studio. What do you guys think about it? Comment. You like it? What improvements do you think they can make? What What do you like about it? Personally, I think it's cool that they're in a new studio. They've obviously moved there because uh, this allows them to do some new things. I think uh, it's a bigger set. They have the TVs behind them, which you know you could hear them. Uh, throughout the week, like, you know, Mike telling him put up traffic behind him. So they have the ability to put, uh, change the background up on him, um, which I, it gives them a lot of versatility. Um, that studio then can now be used for multiple shows, right? So maybe when Amin comes, he records his show in that studio and they have a different backdrop for his TVs. That's something they could not do at the Clevelander. So I mean, this is only going to increase the content they put out. And, you know, if the show is looking for any more Cesta Cyclones content, just saying, 
I am the premier Sesta Cyclones content creator. Would be more than happy to join the team if needed. If you guys need someone to pump out some more Sesta Cyclones content. I know we've been a little short there. I'm going to maybe try to talk to one of the fellas on the team there. Just uh, been a little bit busy, but your clones, they're clawing back. They're fighting. This is a little mini God bless highlight right here within the talk of the new studio. Sesta Cyclones, they're getting back to third place. We got three games left in the season. Just a couple points behind third place. Big matchup on Friday, Chula Chargers, Day Hot of Devils. We need those teams, honestly, to kind of split and go even or have we, – we don't want one of them to get a big blowout. Chula Chargers got a big blowout recently, and that got them up into third place, right? But they've also got the most games coming up. So Day Hot of Devils do have a game in hand, so we'll see we're one point behind them. And two games left for the Chula Chargers. So really, again, team needs to keep grinding. They've got to get five points or more. Our last game, 4-4, Robote Renegades. We can survive that, but honestly, we needed to get their one. If we could have got one more partner set, really could have used that other one and a half points there. Um, but it is what it is. Team still is within striking distance, but we're going to have to dominate our last three and our upcoming game against the Wall Warriors. I'm going to try to put together another one of the promo reels that i've been doing but those are a lot of work it's a grind i gotta find other footage i gotta write the script uh i gotta pull footage from the games gotta find music gotta cut it all together yada 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 but i do it because i love it love the clones love the show and i enjoy the new studio and what i love is again about the video team the new content they're creating they're really making um the YouTube channel, the best experience for the show with uh, love the segment where this is classic show, right? Classic show. They're talking about the Russell Westbrook thing, something that a lot of people talked about, but how does the show talk about it? Look at this kid who's eating awkwardly from his plate, right? Um, classic show, still talking about something that's current, but talking about it in a way that nobody else is talking about it pointing out the humorous thing that's happening in the middle of all that is why is this kid who has a utensil in his hand just straight up shoveling food into his mouth, possibly even taking a chunk of the plate with him. So love the new studio. Looks like they've also got a lot more space. I uh, visited the Clevelander. I was I sat in Dan's chair. You know, uh, again, that place worked. The shipping container was actually bigger than you thought, but it was very cramped. Um, honestly, the place where the shipping container is now, it, it, it looks a little bit bigger, but it doesn't look that, that much bigger. It actually, it still seems kind of cramped. It's like a, a two row setup situation and they're actually just in a box. That's a bunch of TVs. So they're probably pumping in a bunch of air to keep that cool and whatnot. But I, I love the new setup. I love that they're increasing their capacity and even on social media, they're they're doing a lot of stuff like right Stu runs out of the studio and they had a great video that was on the instagram um i think they put it on the twitter too probably that you know you put it up everywhere um of Stu outside of the studio right so you're just you're getting a lot of extra content so for fans of the show right if 
you're the one to go out and find it, right? Go to the YouTube, go to the Instagram, go to the Twitter. They're putting out more and more content. And what I also love on the YouTube shorts, which is something I've just been thinking but haven't verbalized, is uh, wanting to see the show put shorts out that are outside of what the show does. For a long time, all the shorts were nothing but clipping up clips of the show. And I think if the show really wants to grow their YouTube channel, and this is speaking as, of course, the head video producer of the fastest growing uh, fan Lebetard podcast show, fastest growing Dan Lebetard show fan YouTube channel. This is speaking from my experience. Uh, if you want to grow fast, you don't just create shorts of your show. You create shorts of current content that is popular, that people are searching. That gets you shorts is just you get a short that gets out you're putting your channel in front of thousands of viewers that are not your subscribers. And each time you're, you're doing that, you're picking up several subscribers. So doing shorter ones, I noticed they put out some shorter ones that was just about the new studio, right? Cause the other thing about clipping it is it's long. YouTube doesn't want long shorts. YouTube wants short shorts. That's why they're called shorts. You create something that's 15 seconds, right? What I'd love to see the show do from just a growing the show standpoint is why not clip some highlights of some important things and just have someone from the show make one comment on it. That's something I do. I clip something that I see is something that's popular and I'll either put a mu- just put music to it. I think the show could do more than that. But uh or I'll add just one comment or I'll make one joke about it and that's it. And does good stuff for us. That's why we're the fastest growing fan Lebetard show fan YouTube channel. And all that to say, I totally forgot my last Sports Center update. So I'm going to give that and we're going to head on out here, folks, because I like these, these and finalies here and uh, these facts. Hey, here's your Sports Center update. Kings head coach Mike Brown was named NBA Coach of the Year. Do you think they like the beam for that? I got it lit behind me for him. Congratulations, Coach Mike Brown. Second all-time winningest playoff coach in Kings history or playoff wins for a coach in Kings history. Tiger Woods underwent surgery on Wednesday to address post-traumatic arthritis in his right ankle that was caused by injuries suffered in a February 2021 car wreck. His agent says there's no timetable for his return. And finally... A snail can nap for up to three years. Can you believe that? Well, we're going to try to not nap so long on our next episode. Hopefully we'll see you again next week, folks. Thanks for joining us. This has been Nathan. And stay fast, fan Levitardians. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to see you on my new before you turn. I can do my own 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 I can do my own